In this episode, we're gonna take a look at Ajax and how we can do that with the jQuery UJS that Rails provides. So let's dive in. I have created a Rails app with a scaffold for books and books have names, descriptions, and published at dates. And what we're gonna do is go into the show action and add a publish button here that will talk to the application, it will write the published at date, and then we'll add it to the page uh, with JavaScript. So we're gonna first start with the jQuery UJS version, which should be the simpler of the two, um, but it's definitely more Rails specific and you'll probably not want to use this for your bigger applications. So let's dive in. So this page, the show action for the books, is where we want to add the publish link to the page. And if we just go in here and we add a link to call publish, and we'll make up a publish book path and pass in the book, and then we'll dive into the routes to make the publish book path actually exist. So with this, we want to create a member action and the member action basically says that for any individual book, let's provide these other routes. So we were going to add a patch method um, called publish. And the reason why we use patch is so that we can edit the record. That's typically a patch or a put instead of a post or a get or a delete. You don't use those for when you're editing a record. So in this case, we wanna patch the record, set the timestamp, um, and go right ahead with that. So let's add a placeholder here for the published at column in our view. And here we're going to display the actbook.published at attribute and close that paragraph. So now that we have the links, when we click on this, we'll get taken as a get request to the published path. So that's incorrect. We made a patch and we want it to actually submit and change the record. So when we click on a link by default, those are going to be handled as get requests. So now our next step is to add the ability to make this link a patch request. And Rails provides unobtrusive JavaScript that gets triggered by the method attribute here, and we can set it to patch. So when we open up our application.js file, you'll see that there's a require for jQuery UJS, which stands for jQuery unobtrusive JavaScript. And that JavaScript uh, file basically provides the ability to look for things like this method attribute and then change the way the behavior of this link to actually submit a patch request rather just than a, a get request. So when we refresh our page here, if we inspect this attribute on the link, you can see that there's a data method that is equal to patch. And of course we define that right here. So now this JavaScript will intercept this link and when we click on it, we no longer get the get request and route problem, but we're missing the action. So Rails mapped this correctly to the route. We sent the patch request and now we just have to fill out the rest of this action. So if we open up our books controller now, down here at the bottom we can add a publish method and we can have the book and update the published at 
to the current time in our time zone. And here we want to also add the book to get set when this action is loaded. So now if we refresh and submit this again, we'll get a template missing. So this is submitting a patch request, but it's still expecting to render some HTML and we're actually loading a new page. This is an actual Ajax because we are submitting the request, but we're moving and not actually taking the result. We're going to another page. So in that sense, like we are still submitting data over, but we're not actually taking the result and modifying the current page with that. And the way we can do that is to go back to our show action and also add a remote is true option. So here now when we submit this, uh, let's go back to the show action. And then now when we submit this, nothing happens and that's kind of interesting. So what is going on here? If we go into our Rails logs, we can see a big stack trace and we can see that it published it, but this time it was expecting a JavaScript response. And last time when we did it, it expected an HTML response. So in your Rails logs, you can see when it says processing by, you can see the controller, the action, and the response it expects to receive back. So now that we've added the remote is true option, rather than looking for an HTML response, we're expecting a JavaScript response. And when this crashed, you didn't see anything go wrong on the front end side because the JavaScript here on the front end was expecting the JavaScript response to come back. And then it would execute that JavaScript here on the browser and the browser was not being taken to a different page to load. So everything that will crash in these remote is true links or forms is those crashes will happen here in the console in your browser. So you'll be able to see that when we submit this link, you will get another error and another error and another, and you will see that there is a 500 error, which means there is an internal server error. It means something on the server happened that crashed when we said submitted a patch request to that URL. Now the way to fix that 500 error is to actually put in the template into our views. So if we go into our app views books folder, we can see that the formats that we have are a few HTML ones and a couple JSON responses, but we don't have any JS or JavaScript responses and that's what we actually need to build. So when you look in the terminal and you see that it says missing template, it is saying that we're missing the template in app views books slash publish and publish needs to be English. It could be a JS format, ECMAScript format or X, X, ECMAScript format or a bunch of these other formats. Um, and then we also have handlers. So these handlers are the extensions that you see when you have HTML ERB, you are using the HTML format here, and then the ERB is the handler used to generate the HTML. So you can mix and match these, and in our case, we want to edit the app views books publish.js.erb file. And here we can add in an alert just to say hello and see if it's working or not. 
And now if we refresh this page and click publish, we can see it says hello. So that means that what happens is when you click this, JavaScript inter intercepts the click, it submits an Ajax patch request over, the application server, our Rails app, returns this file and that gets evaluated on the client side. So we're returning a string of JavaScript to the browser and it evals the result. For convenience and learning this stuff, it's extremely simple. So you don't even have to write the Ajax request on the client side because jQuery UJS does that for you. So with this now, we can go into our show action and here where the published at is written, let's actually give this a span and an ID called published at so that we can select this element on the page by the ID attribute and then we can replace the contents of that with the newest published at time. So if we do this, jQuery provides the ability to use the hash symbol and then give it an ID. So here we can say published at, and then we can say that we want the HTML of this, or rather let's just do text because we don't want to put in HTML. And here we can say at book.published at, because we are using the ERB handler for this view. So publish.js.erb means that the code we need to write in here is JavaScript, but we can also add our ERB tags in as necessary to generate this code. So now, if we refresh this page once more, you'll see that, okay, 17.52.08, if we click publish, it updates the time almost immediately, and we can keep doing that and see that it keeps getting published again. So it's not loading a new page, it's loading this in the background through an Ajax request and updating the page with the JavaScript that we have. Now there's some gotchas with this. If you write incorrect or invalid JavaScript here, it's really hard to debug. So when you click publish and you have broken JavaScript there, nothing happens, you're not getting an error either. So that means that the Rails application is doing just fine, it's loading and rendering that publish.js.erb, but when it comes back to the browser to be evaled and you have bad J JavaScript, it doesn't do anything wrong, it just doesn't work. You also wanna be careful here that the attributes on the model are being escaped properly and that these don't actually insert JavaScript into your response. So you don't want someone to add a malicious book in there and have a weird published at date or description or name that actually has JavaScript in it that gets rendered and executed in people's browser. So one last thing is a little fun bonus. If you add the data disable with attribute that I covered in the last episode, if you add this to your link and you also make this public publish take a little longer, so we're gonna make it, let's sleep for two seconds. If you refresh this page now and you click publish, it changes to publishing and when it's finished it updates and uh, the link goes back to normal. So you're able to use this disable with option the same way because UJS provides this functionality 
And that's sort of the beauty of it. It allows you to do these somewhat complicated things with only having to define uh, what it should do. And it will automatically detect that and add that functionality into your Rails app, which is really neat.